Let me tell you a story. I'm in Rome for 10 days, alone, single, no relationships, no romance. But I went to Rome to see the city at holiday time, to see the Pope's Mass, to feel what that was like to be in Rome at Christmas time. And I was staying at a nice hotel at the top of the Spanish Steps. The concierge was talking to a woman, and he sees me, and he introduces us, and it turns out she was from Switzerland. Now, I grew up in North Jersey. We don't know anyone who's Swiss. We don't know any Dianas. We only know Dianes. This woman is introduced to me, and her name is Gabrielle. Gabrielle is like an Audrey Hepburn movie. We don't, we don't know any Gabrielles. doesn't exist. We talk for a minute, and then we agreed that a little later that afternoon we should get together and walk around and have coffee and whatever Europeans do, because suddenly I was very European. At that moment, I became European. I had gotten to Rome on the most valuable thing imaginable. If you travel for a living, you will appreciate this as only uh, a weary traveler can. I got there on a 747 stretch on Delta Airlines, and my seat going there was, ready, 1B, a sacred seat to those of us who travel all the time. My return ticket, which was on New Year's Eve, was 1B, a sacred ticket. And you know, sometimes, especially internationally, if you go to change your ticket, you could lose that 1B. You could actually lose the reservation altogether and have to wait another day or two days, but I wasn't going to do that. I was in 1B. There's something I did not know. Well, there are a lot of things I don't know, but one of the things I didn't know was that New Year's Eve in Rome is very different than New Year's Eve here because that's it. They don't get Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, because in Rome, those are sacred Catholic holidays. No one's running in the streets. No one's putting up stupid inflatables on their lawn. These are sacred Catholic holidays, and the, ropes, the, the, the Pope's around the corner. The Pope could spot you and, and banish you if he was not happy with your behavior on New Year's Eve. And now I spend a day with Gabrielle. We're eating croissants, European croissants. We're telling European jokes. Ha, 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 ha. We're getting along great. But our relationship to this point has just been a conversation, partly because I had a nagging cold. It was cold and it was not going away, and I needed to nap, and I'm a baby. I'm a baby. Every time I say, okay, I'll see you later, she's like annoyed. She's Swiss annoyed. It's hard to explain. It's different than Jersey annoyed, but she's annoyed. And uh, I, I don't want to disappoint Gabrielle, because I don't know any other Gabrielles. I don't know anyone else from Switzerland. And she's telling me Swiss stories, wonderful Swiss stories. There's another part to this. She is there with her parents. 
to be 28, which is what she was, to be 28 in a European city over the holidays with your parents is not good. This kid had to share a room with her parents, and her parents looked very sensible European. They were sensible European looking. They had conservative clothes on, they looked prim and proper, and they were from Switzerland. I came to learn that New Year's Eve in Rome is like every celebratory holiday rolled into one. It's an explosion because it's not a religious holiday. It was an explosion. Every single person was excited, couldn't wait for New Year's Eve because they were going to have sex. No matter who they were, no matter who they were related to, they were going to have sex on New Year's Eve. That was the joy of it. I didn't know this. I didn't know it was a sure thing. And I don't mean that in a lascivious way. It was a celebratory way. This is what you do. Gabrielle says to me, are you going to be here on New Year's Eve? I said, no, I'm leaving New Year's Eve. I was going to leave 3 p.m. on New Year's Eve day. And she looks horrified. She says, what? Why aren't you going to stay? And I said, because I have this ticket 1B. And she says, why don't you change it? And I could have changed it because an international awards ticket is the same as cash. You have the same clout as cash. But again, I imagine the worst case scenario, which is I didn't know if there was going to be a flight. I didn't know if there was going to be a seat. I didn't know if all of Rome was leaving that day. And I was going to lose out on this incredible opportunity to sit in 1B. And I have to tell you, if you travel half the year, as I did, on airplanes half the year, the opportunity to sit in 1B in a 747 is Christmas and New Year's. It's everything. You are pampered, petted, fed. It's great. I looked at Gabrielle, I said, I, I'm leaving New Year's Eve day. And it's, uh, I, I am. And she looked at me like I was crazy. And she hinted, coaxed, looked at me and basically said, stay. It's a sure thing, Walter. Stay. I, I will be yours on New Year's Eve. That's basically what she said. And I'm like, I have one B. <laughs> you don't understand. I have one B. This is my dream ticket, and it's free. I have one B, and it's free. I had a round-trip first-class seat on Delta, the hardest airline to get a seat on. And she's like, you're an idiot. Like, she was so annoyed. You're just a freaking idiot. Now she's stuck with her parents. She's stuck in Rome without a date. She's going to date somebody. She's going to see somebody she doesn't care about, you know, because she already was in love with me because she was Gabrielle. Her name was Gabrielle. There's Gabrielle in Rome. What do I do? I could change that ticket. I could move it to a, a day later, two days later. I would have been fine. No issues. I could have called the travel agency and said, can you move me a day? Can you move me a day? I was so afraid of losing that seat so afraid that I would find myself in seat 3B, 4B, 5B. I'd be back in back of the first class cabin. 
a horror, I would be put back in the back of the first-class cabin. Even if I had spent a night with Gabrielle, I risked that seat. What did I do? What did I do? Because in life, we all get choices, sometimes a couple choices a day. Rarely are they life and death. So the choices are really social, or the choices are about creature comfort. And in this case, my choice was both, comfort and social. This is how our lives work. You choose this guy over this guy to get married. Most people, most women, when they get married, there's another guy. There was another guy they could have gone with, but they choose you. And then six months in, they're like, what did I do? And then two years later, you go to the beach, and she sees you walking with your big fatness coming off the beach. You're like, how did I marry this? What what was I doing marrying this? And um, those, those are our choices at, at any given time. A good choice or a sort of good choice. And often we make the sort of good choice, which impacts us the rest of our lives. Like I could send my kids to this school or to this school, and they'll learn to read and write, but maybe the other school would have been better. Those, that's what we have to deal with. So now I'm looking at 1B in my pocket and Gabrielle in my pocket. What do I choose? What do I choose? Bam! New Year's Day, I was on that airplane, seat 1B, bomb, 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 gone. Takeoff, landing, on time, Delta 1B, I took 1B.